this is author and speaker Christine Watkins. I would love for you to check out my newest book endorsed by Father Don Calloway called Of Men and Mary, How Six Men Won the Greatest Battle of Their Lives. These stories are literally bringing people back to the Catholic faith. The book is available at www.queenofpeacemedia.com. Thanks for listening to and telling others about the Catholic Vitamins podcast with Deacon Tom and Dee. Welcome to Catholic Vitamins, your dose of spiritual supplements from A to Z. Catholic Vitamins, specially formulated to help you achieve optimum spiritual health. It's time to energize your faith, forget what lies behind, and press on toward the goal. We've already won. Here are your hosts for Catholic Vitamins, Deacon Tom Fox and his lovely wife, Dee. Well, hi, everyone. Once again, it's Deacon Tom. And Dee. Glad to be with you on Catholic Vitamins. This is Catholic Vitamin P for... Penance. Oh, nobody likes that word, penance. Let's get another vitamin, you know, something happy. Well, I'm sorry, this is the one that I typed, and this is the <laughs> one we're using. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm going to talk a little bit about penance related to the Blessed Virgin Mary and the five first Saturdays. And I said to Dee before we started, do you know why the number is five? Most everything that we do is nine, like in the church, you know. Like, or seven. Or... No, more, more nine when we have practices. Okay, okay, okay. But at any rate, there's five, and we'll talk about that. And uh, what this show is about is an interview that I did some time ago with Christine Watkins. Christine is a wonderful speaker and um, an author. She's also a publisher. Her company is Queen of Peace Media. And um, I just took a look at at the books that she has published. You remember when we had Patricia Sandoval on for Transfigured? Yes. A wonderful story of a lady who had become virtually uh, down and out on the streets, a drug addict, had had, uh, if I remember correctly, three abortions, just horrible life. And um, one person came to her and uh, began the turnaround in her life. Transfigured is a powerful, (coughs) powerful book, and that was published excuse me, in 2017. In 2019, uh, Of Men and Mary, How Six Men Won the Battle of Their Lives. That's the uh, promo we just heard. Mary's Mantle, A Consecration, A Spiritual Retreat for Heaven's Help. That's what we're going to be talking about in this show. The Warning, Testimonies and and prophecies of the illumination of conscience. You remember we had an interview about we did. that. We had her on a couple times before, talking about several of these books. Yeah, the warning was a really, really powerful book, and one of the reasons that it was powerful was the stories that are in it. And one of them was from a man named Marino Restrepo. Oh yes, born in Latin America, and uh, was he was captured by uh, rebels, and he was held captive for quite a while. He. He had a tremendous illumination of conscience. Hey, do we have Transfigured on the uh, Lending Library shelf? I think we do, Dee. At the the radio station? So anybody who is in the town of Payson or anybody who wants to drive from Ohio and visit our Lending Library, we're uh, 
offering books that you could take and read and just return to us whenever? I remember when we put it in the library at St. Philip's Church a couple of years ago, we had people waiting in line for it to it's, have their turn at reading it. It's a wonderful book. Thank you for bringing that up, Dee. And uh, let's see, uh, Winning the Battle for Your Soul, Marino Restrepo. That book is uh, this year, 2020. Uh, she Knows the Way, Heaven's Messages, another book in 2020. It's obviously about the Blessed Virgin Mary and In Love with True Love, story, a wonderful story of Sister Nicolina. And that was published this year in 2020. Wow, she's been busy. She has been really, really busy. And we're so glad to be a, a sort of a <clears throat> partner, if you will, not financially, but uh, one that cares a lot about her work and the wonderful books that she's publishing. And we'll and get... Were you responsible for getting her and, uh, is it Kendra, together? Or yeah, her and yeah, somebody else? Yeah, no, that's, that's a backstory. We'll save yeah. that for later. Okay. Well, uh, today, as we put our show together, it's first Saturday, and we thought that we would tie the idea of penance with the uh, first Saturday um participation, if you will, or the things to participate in First Saturday, and then the promises. <clears throat> now, I have the practices covered in a little reflection I'll do a little later in the show. If we have time, I'll get into the promises. But uh, if you just want to please Jesus and his mother, let's do. let's plan on doing the five First Saturdays together. Dee, you and I were in uh, a wonderful, we were on a wonderful pilgrimage how long ago was it when we went to Lourdes in Fatima? Is it a year ago or two years ago? Maybe two years ago. Gosh, it was so wonderful. And I've mentioned <clears throat> to you and to others, Dee, that um, we had to be up at, what was it, at the Fatima Shrine at 5.30 in the morning? I think the Mass was, yeah, we were up at 5. We had to be over at the Shrine by 5.30. I, I, was in the, uh, I was in the sacristy <clears throat> area. There's a, an attendant there, a man dressed in a suit and pretty much in authority. And he said to the priest, Father Gregory, Father Gregory, and me, move along, move along. We have seven masses to get to this morning. <laughs> so one right after another. But it, what a joy it was to be on the very location of the appearance of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And uh, it was a beautiful plaza. Yeah. And and the night before we had was it the night before we had the candlelight. Procession. Oh, that oh, was that so was powerful. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. yeah. Uh, uh, easily, what, 10, 15,000 people processing, processing with candles and <clears throat> doing the Hail Mary, I mean, the rosary. Right. And then we go to Lourdes and we do a procession there, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, dear friends, you can tell that our show is going to have a Marian um, theme to it, and we'll get to our interview in a little while with Christine Watkins, and we'll be back. We are a young and diverse generation, helping those in need and promoting human rights. We care for the environment. We embrace authentic witnesses and dream of a better world. Our passion comes from God, who loves us even when we fall and cheers on our victories. If you sometimes wonder, is there something more? Then come and see at CatholicsComeHome.com. Well, if you're new to Catholic Vitamins, the segment that we did at the beginning and the one we're in now is called Prattle, Prattle 1 and 2. And um, D, we were talking among ourselves about 
our sick dog, and three nights with no sleep. Oh my gosh. I mean, seriously, folks. No sleep. Every hour or less, she had to go outside. So she had politely some reason to go outside. <laughs> and Oh my heavens. You get back into bed and maybe you get back to sleep. Barely five minutes would go by and she needed to go out again. And this was went on all night long. She would settle down about four o'clock each the, each each night, each morning. Yeah, so we'd get a couple hours sleep, but it wasn't uh, enough. No, and, I was. We were like zombies for a couple of days. And uh, so we, what is it? We're doing rice and chicken, and <clears throat> trying to get her system settled back down. Right, she's, vet recommended that. She's uh, <clears throat> seems to be doing a little better. Her spirits are up. She's happy. She's happy, and yeah, she. But she's not quite back to normal yet. <clears throat> so if you have any recommendations for a sick pup, we'd love to hear from you. But thank goodness we had two nights of sleep before this, or we would not be doing this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Dear, uh, you and I were talking a little bit about Thanksgiving and COVID. You know, uh, we sometimes have an invite or two that we're able to have happen in our life. And we have our daughter down in Scottsdale, Arizona, in the Phoenix area. And uh, they sometimes have us come down. We've had them up here, but I don't know what's going to happen with them. Because we didn't get our trip this summer, I was really starting to push you to try to go to Indiana for Thanksgiving. But we just decided that, you know, traveling right now is just not the best thing to be doing. Yeah, and if, if we got to Indiana, how long before we would have to, you know, have ourselves in a motel room for days right, until we right. know that we're safe. So really a tough time. And uh, I know we're not the only ones affected by it for sure. Dear, um, I'm going to uh, take another break uh, in this short prattle section. And when we come back, I'm going to do a, a reflection on uh, penance and on the Blessed Virgin Mary and Sister Lucia. So uh, we'll take that break and we'll be back and then ready for our interview. My day was horrible, my seven-year-old said as she loaded her backpack into the car. I googled children from Haiti. I didn't want to diminish her problems, but I wanted to show her how lucky she is. I mean, after all, horrible day is a relative phrase. But all I could find in Google images for children from Haiti was pictures of kids with big, big smiles. Go figure. Clinical depression aside, happiness is 10% circumstance and 90% attitude. 10% blessing-driven and 90% gratitude-driven. Not to romanticize poverty, but the poorest places on earth are rich in gratitude. They can't afford to overlook blessings. They end up smiling more than people of privilege. Look, maybe you are having a horrible day. Got a bad medical report, struggling with marriage, boss is a jerk. I don't want to diminish that, but I do want you to stop. Take inventory of your blessings and say thank you as often as you can. That might not change your circumstances, but it will change you. This is Chris Stefanik from reallifecatholic.com. What great words from Chris Stefanik. Our Catholic vitamin for today is penance, a word that most of us recoil from, if not outwardly, at least in terms of how we react internally to the idea of suffering or discomfort. Before we get into the uh, word penance a bit, let me say a few words about Fatima visionary sister Maria Lucia. She received visions and messages from both Mary and Jesus on several uh, occasions throughout her life. 
including the visions in 1925 that led to the five First Saturday devotions, which include saying the rosary, receiving communion and confession, and meditation during the first Saturday of five consecutive months. And so we can make reparations by the small penances related to practicing the devotion of the five first Saturdays. Jesus himself appeared to Sister Lucia, and the number five is because of the five offenses against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. These five offenses include speaking against or ridiculing her Immaculate Conception, speaking against her perpetual virginity, her divine and spiritual maternity, the rejection and dishonoring of her images, and fifth, the neglect of implanting in the hearts of children a knowledge and love of his Immaculate Mother. Now, you and I may not have been involved in any of these ourselves, but we are called to do penance for those that have done these about the Blessed Virgin Mary. And so on the first Saturday during five consecutive months, the devotion consists of one, going to confession, two, receiving the sacrament of Holy Communion, saying five decades of the rosary, and meditating for 15 minutes on the mysteries of the rosary. These steps will be a penance that we can offer, not for our own sins, although you and I know that we need to make reparation for our sins, but all of this is offered in reparation for the sins of blasphemy, excuse me, blasphemy and ingratitude committed against the Immaculate Heart of Mary. So those are our words about penance for this show. And after a break, we'll be back with special time with Christine Watkins. Hello, this is Kendra Von Esch. One of my favorite verses, Romans 8, 28. Brothers and sisters, we know that all things work for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. And maybe right now, you're in a situation, or because of the state of the world, you don't see where the good is possibly going to come. But let's remember, God writes with crooked lines. So we must dig deep into our humility and offer up our fears, our worries, our anxieties, and most of all, our trust. Lord Jesus, I trust in you. For more inspiration, go to KendraVonEsch.com. Well, next up on Catholic Vitamins, I have the great joy of a return visitor. You know, Holy Father Pope Francis called and asked me if he could come back on the show, and I said, no, we don't do do return. But Christine Watkins is is with us, and uh, she's a popular speaker, a great author, And um, those of you who have been with us for a while may remember that she shared about her early life. She was uh, with the San Francisco Ballet Company and her whole life was involved in ballet and uh, perhaps uh, uh, a pretty hedonistic lifestyle. Everything was about her. She sounds like an ever millennial sort of person, but Mm -hmm. um, she uh, had a profound and deep conversion and she has formed a, a wonderful organization, Queen of Peace Media, 
and she's out speaking and she's doing video work and uh, parish. Gosh, she's just involved in so many things. Uh, Christine Watkins, welcome back to Catholic Vitamins. Thank you so much, Stephen Tom. So I didn't do justice to all of your credentials and your education. Um, I just want to take one more minute of introduction to let our listeners know how important this is to my heart and to our evangelization effort. When we started Catholic Vitamins 10 years plus ago, I had three vitamins that we had talked, Dee and I had talked about doing. Vitamin A was adoration. Vitamin B, I knew from a professor at spiritual director when I was in deacon formation, Dr. Anthony Lillis, had taught us a class on beauty in the church. And it was not only the beauty of many of the forms of architecture, but historical beauty and other things. And so we were ready to do vitamins A for adoration, B for beauty in the church, and a, and a bishop uh, Bishop James Conley had agreed to come on the show, and he had been a, a great convert himself. He had uh, taken a great Books of the World two-year course in college, and he came on to tell his journey story. I never knew what we were going to do afterwards, but it turns out that many of the guests that we've had have been able to share wonderful conversion or reversion stories, and that was what first brought Christine Watkins into our awareness and to our first visit. And I'm so in awe of the work that she's accomplishing now that uh, we have asked her back for two visits. And uh, here we are ready to talk in the first visit about the Mary's Mantle Consecration. So uh, I did a little bit of research before getting started, Christine, and I saw that Archbishop Salvatore Cordiglione from San Francisco had a, a wonderful tribute to your work. He said, I am grateful to Christine Watkins for making this disarmingly simple practice, which first grew in the fertile soil of Mexican piety, available to the English-speaking world. So I guess maybe my first question is, would you tell people how you came to be aware of the Mary's Mantle consecration and what appealed in it to you. It's this most beautiful practice that originated in Mexico, and I came to learn about it because my friend Patricia Sandoval, and she's the subject, her incredible story is the subject of the book I wrote called Transfigured. Patricia Sandoval's Escape from Drugs, Homelessness, and the Back Doors of Planned Parenthood. So she's got a crazy story that is so filled with mercy. And she was telling me how her mother was trying to keep alive this beautiful tradition in Mexico. There are 46 stars on the mantle of Mary in our, of Our Lady of Guadalupe in the miraculous image. And so their tradition is to have a green cloak like her mantle and cut out yellow stars and to go to 46 different homes each day in a row for 46 days, bringing the cloak and praying a rosary at the home, 
with festivity and fellowship and prayer. And after the rosary, putting the cloak on the family or the person in that home and sewing a star on the mantle. So after 46 days, everyone gathers from home to home to home till everyone and that each family, each person in that home consecrates their lives to the Blessed Virgin Mary. And then at the end, there's a celebration in the parish where they take that cloak and they, with the priest, with the pastor, they put it on the statue of Mary and honor her by actually draping that cloak of their lives and their um, their consecration to her at that moment. And it, it was such a beautiful practice. And can you imagine doing that here in North America? You know, people would drive highways. <laughs> it just would never, it would never work. We're not in small barrios and we're scattered. And w- so what's happened kind of providentially is that in this time of COVID, I've created this devotion so it can be done home to home, but through email if one does it as a group. And in COVID, it's worked out perfectly. Um, So this is a devotion that involves prayer, daily rosary, a day of fasting, at least one day, and then meditating each day, each of the 46 days, which is the 46 stars on her mantle. You meditate on a virtue or a gift of the Holy Spirit, and then you go to reconciliation, and then you consecrate yourself to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Granted, reconciliation can be hard for people right now. That's the only thing, that, the only little piece that's difficult. But what's happened, and I'll explain what the devotion is, is that it's exploding around the country, and people, after 46 days at first, people can think, oh, that's such a long time. Am I going to be bored? Am I going to be bogged down? Is this going to ruin my life? And in fact, it does the opposite. It's only two minutes a day you read about a virtue or the gift of the Holy Spirit and try to incorporate it in your life. And you can put the rosary in however it fits your day. So it's a really great practice for busy people. And it's different than any other Marian consecration out there because you are, you are allowing the Holy Spirit to shine a light on your own soul and see what virtues are there and what virtues might need some help. And you work on it each day and you become more and more like Mary. And there's a prayer journal that goes with it where you can really Take a deep breath, journal if you wish, read a scripture passage and probe that virtue or spiritual gift even more. And then what's so beautiful is that because it combines these four tried and true practices that move heaven like almost none other, rosary, fasting, consecration to Mary, and striving to live in the virtues, graces just are exponential and lots and lots of miracles are happening, which I can talk about in terms of results. Okay. Let's uh, take the program apart a little further. You started talking about how they did this in the Latin countries, I guess more than just Mexico. Um, what did, what did you do? Did you uh, try to do it the way that it was being done in Mexico when you first got started, or did you study it and come up with this abbreviated, if you will, program approach? I I didn't try to do it. I didn't try to sew and go over to from home to home because I kind of knew that in North America that that wasn't going to work so well. That people are busy. Um, right now they're shutting their homes and 
I knew that it, what could happen is that people could connect with each other. So what's happening now and what happened before COVID is you'd have about 100, 150 people sign up in a parish. You could do it individually. You can do it as a couple. But what happens is you get an email sent to you every day for 46 days. And you're reminded of which meditation to read in the book on which virtue or gift of the spirit. You are reminded of who has been chosen to fast that day. So you have a day that you fast on bread and water, whatever your health will allow. And then you have, let's say you have 150 people sign up on that day that you're assigned your fasting day. You have. 150, let's say, people praying 150 rosaries for you and your intentions for your loved ones. Right? So every single person involved gets that much grace. And so when it's done, I mean, it's very powerful done on your own as well. Miracles have happened just in doing it on your own. But in a group or in a parish, what we're seeing is like an, an alcoholic husband who's abusive will stop and suddenly will reconcile with his family or, you know, a kid who was smoking pot, not interested in church, suddenly goes to reconciliation weekly. It's been crazy. I mean, the miracles are like people's dreams, everything they dream about. And I think heaven wants it more than we do, right? So when doing all these practices and uh, it's, it's almost like heaven is so excited. It can't wait to pour graces on the people doing this Mary's mantle consecration. So let, let me uh, ask a question. I, I uh, some years ago, did the 33-day Marian consecration, and I may have told you in some of our setup email that I have just completed the 33-day uh, consecration to St. Joseph. Um, this is an, a different program and a different approach. Why do you recommend this, and uh, what, what benefits do you see out of this program that you're talking about today? Well, I recommend all consecrations. I, I do recommend other Marian consecrations and the St. Joseph consecration. I think the feedback that I've gotten, and you can read more, there are also, I forgot to mention, videos. They're weekly videos. Um, Deacon Dave Leatherby does a wonderful job uh, giving talks that supplement the consecrations, and they're all available for free on YouTube, or they can be ordered on DVD. And so if you want to probe, like nuns in convents have done this, pastors talk about it, all the reviews and videos of what have happened to people are online. So I should give people that website. It's www.marysmantleconsecration. So no apostrophe in the S, just M-A-R-Y-S, mantle consecration.com so you can check out everything there and the two books the prayer journal and the Mary's mental consecration book or you you can read all about them there but I think what's different as I mentioned is that it's very very practical it's not heady uh, you're not learning more about how wonderful and virtuous Mary is and what the saints have said about her you're learning about her, for sure, especially in the video talks, which people really enjoy. Um, but you're, and, and I forgot to mention it, I'm, I'm giving half those talks and Deacon is giving half those talks. But you're learning about yourself. And the meditations are very poetic. So people start crying. There are evangelicals who say, you know, this is better than my Bible devotion. I, I just want to read these meditations. They really pull people in. And 
And people who stop the 46 days, they don't want it to end. They, they start and do the consecration again, which I think is a bad idea. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend just starting it over once you stop. But, but that does point to it feeds, a, it feeds the soul in such a way that people don't want it to end. They get very sad when the consecration ends. It's not one of those consecrations where people say, Woof, I got through that. <laughs> Our family's still alive. Um, but it, it's so nourishing and, and something people look forward to each day that I, I thought that was beautiful. They wanted to continue. So but I think, yeah. I'm sorry. No, just in terms of the, so for instance, you know, the 27th star, each day is a star that you add to Our Lady's mantle and you make her resplendent at the end. You're, you're, you're lighting her up and the, the artwork is beautiful in the book. So the 27th star is hope. So, um, you know, the 34th star is boldness and then the 35th star is understanding, um, prudence, peace. So just to give you an example of the meditations, they're very short and sweet, but, but poignant and, and strike the heart. And so this would be an example of one of the meditations, which is also called a star, and it would be the virtue of thanksgiving. So the person would open the book and read this page that goes, Let us begin this Mary's Mantle Consecration Preparation with Prayer. Mold my heart, Lord Jesus, and awaken my soul to the dreams of mankind from the beginning of time. In your eyes shine the hopes of centuries, the laughter of small children, and the brilliance of galaxies. Renew in me, Holy Spirit, the forces of divine winds. You who color the world with beauty, dazzle the eye with wonder, and dance through every lullaby. Breathe in me. Father of tenderness, make my voice a note in your symphony, my movements a part of your dance, my thoughts a blueprint of your mind. Holy Trinity, fill me with your insatiable desire to capture souls. Take me to your lost and your poor, and with outstretched arms and conforming tears, exchange my heart for yours. Expanding fire, incomprehensible light and joy beyond ecstasy. My whole being is filled with thanksgiving, for you brought me into life from a single thought of love. You created me so small and insignificant to give me heights above the angels. I came from nothing and offered you so little, yet your reward for me is a place beyond dreams." a luminous dwelling in a land of unending peace. Temperance, excellent. You're working on all these things within yourself that sometimes we don't even think of. We don't um, think about let, nourishing let all these virtues. I, I don't want to interrupt you, but let me go back to boldness. Uh, with all due respect, I didn't know you when you were a ballet artist. Um, I didn't know you when you went through your crash, but would you have ever seen yourself communicating with the various people you're communicating with to put your books together and uh, getting endorsements from well-known archbishops. Are you kidding me? I was, <laughs> I was a crazy anti-Catholic atheist slash agnostic new ager. If you told me back then that I'd be boldly endorsing the Catholic church 
I think I would have looked at you and just thought, you know, that that person's sad. They 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 took a substance. They don't know me. I mean, it, it was an it was literally in my mind. I would say an impossibility. It was about as likely as you, Deacon Tom, saying, you know, tomorrow I'm going to be an Islamic fundamentalist, and I'm pretty sure that's where I'm headed. You know. If someone told you that, what would you say to them? Yeah, no chance. No. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would have thought and said if you told me I was going to become a, a Bible-pounding Catholic. To, to go back to the uh, consecration approach, you've already identified probably five or six ways that this can be done, ranging from, <clears throat> I believe you said, individuals or couples but it can also be done <clears throat> online. <clears throat> Excuse my voice. It can be done online uh, with people participating in a Zoom-like uh, application. <clears throat> yes. I mean, what um, what's normally done is emails, and it just takes a group leader to say, hey, let's do this. Um, and online, actually, let me give out an email as well. Kati Escalier is the one who's helpful with anyone who wants to do it in a group. So if you go to www.marysmantleconsecration, no apostrophe S, and um, if she's not there, I'll make sure her name's there, but it's um, Kati Escalier, and the email is K Escalier, E-S-C-A-L-L-I-E-R, at queenofpeacemedia.com. And if you can't remember that at all, just email orders at queenofpeacemedia.com, and we'll and tell us that you want to do a group consecration and need help. But honestly, on that website, you can go to the bottom left-hand corner, and it talks about how to be a group coordinator and gives you all the instructions and how to send out the emails, and you can get started. And if people are really poor and they say, I can't get the physical book, we recommend it just because you can read the backstory, and it's nice to have the book to travel around with to not be linked to your computer or your phone, but everything's also online. So all of the meditations are online on that website I just gave. So it's very, very doable and very, very life-changing. So, yeah. I want to pick up on life-changing, if I may. Um, what what sort of um, reactions, life changes, what, what sort of things have been reported or told to you by people who've done this? Well, it's uh, it was actually written by me at a time of grief, and it's very consoling, very helpful for periods, believe it or not, of unknown and grief. And how do you navigate? Where is God? How do I navigate painful feelings? How do I grab onto something that's true and real and makes me feel safe? And every meditation gives you that it it ha- it anchors you in god and and if you're anchored to god in your soul you have nothing to fear you don't fear the, the unknown future you don't overly punish yourself for a, any kind of sins of the past you live in peace and we all want that right mm-hmm. I mean, especially at this crazy time we want to know that god is there that God has a plan for us, that we can, that we have the spiritual tools to navigate anything. And this book gives you that. And you can go as deep as you want. If you get the Mary's Mantle Consecration Prayer Journal and you really hone in on a virtue or really 
open your soul to receive the seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. Wow. I mean, you, I've seen people come out of this who are definitely more like Mary. Mm-hmm. And you look at them and you see that they, a smile on their face that's not worried but genuine, even in really tough times. You see, and, and what's, what's beautiful is that it's not just for the people who do the consecration. It's for the people that get all the prayers and, and the results of fasting is so powerful. I mean, you can't, some demons will not come out without fasting. And so you're fasting as well. So honestly, if you really do this consecration, you can count on demons flying out of whatever you're praying for, as long as they're open to God. You can count on if you feel oppressed or depressed or uh, you've got a sin you can't fight. This is going to help with that because you're really going into spiritual battle with this consecration, but you're doing it in a very gentle way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, you know how people are. They're uh, driving in their car and uh, they're at a red light and listening to your words, and then they have to move over a lane and they lose attention. Let's start at the beginning. What is it that people... Uh, would be looking to order from Queen of Peace Media. Well, and and honestly, we're so bombarded with orders, that, and I hate to um, endorse Amazon, but it might be easier if people oh, okay. go to Amazon. But you can you can find both books on Amazon, and you can find both books on Queen of Peace Media. You can also find the DVDs and a poster for kids. What's really fun is if. You know, little kids won't really understand the depths of the meditations, like if you read it in a family together, but they understand a beautiful picture of Mary that they can add a star each of the 46 days to her mantle. So that is available, this beautiful large poster with stars that you can get, and you go to queenofpeacemedia.com, and you'll find it, or you can go to www.marysmantleconsecration.com. Com, or just go to Amazon uh, if you just want the books and you don't want the poster or the DVDs um, or a coloring page. There's also a coloring page on uh, queenofpeacemedia.com that kids can color in. Um, but go to Mary's Mantle Consecration and you'll find it. You'll find both the prayer journal and the book, the consecration book. Wonderful, wonderful. So um, we are going to be doing some other work, you and I, but I want to stay in touch with this. And, um, you know, if we can help with any uh, promotion on our Catholic radio station over our um, own podcast efforts, we would love to do that. And I'll leave it to you whether you want to record something and we'll try to help with that promotion. And um, I really want to stay in touch with this effort. I think the thing that um, uh, I'm I'm doing some restart work for our Catholic radio station to try to help businesses get restarted and um, parishes are facing the same situation, aren't they? They're going to open their doors and try to restart. Some people will flood back because they really, really miss the liturgies and the Eucharist, but uh, some need to be reminded to uh, come back to their home. Right. So a program like this might be a wonderful thing to do as part of Restart. Absolutely. I think it would anchor people. And I think people need to be consecrated to Mary right now. They need to be in her safe refuge. Amen. A refuge of her heart. Yeah. 
Well, thank you so much for this visit on uh, Catholic Vitamins. Uh, you have a special place in our heart and in our prayers. And uh, I'm hopeful that we can continue to work together in other areas of evangelization and growth for Queen of Peace Media. It's a blessing. Thank you so much. Every Friday night, the folks at Springtime of Hope would help feed and clothe the needy in and around St. Bernard's Church in downtown Akron. A wonderful Friday night meal would be served, shoes, blankets, tarps, coats, and gloves would be distributed. Hi, this is Tony Agnesi. As the season of Advent began, my friend Jeff asked if I would facilitate a Bible study for the homeless on Friday nights after dinner. Who would go to a Bible study during the cold winter months, I asked. I really don't know, he replied, but we could set it up, announce it at dinner, and see what happens. And that's what we did. The first night we had two men stay for Bible study. I was surprised that they both were carrying Bibles, and you could tell they were well-worn from use. Each Friday, the numbers grew. Eight, then ten, then fourteen. And then the Friday before Christmas Day, twenty-five people shared. Men and women, young and old, black and white, together we shared. 
from John the Baptist, a voice crying in the wilderness, to Mary's yes, to Joseph's yes, to the angel Gabriel, and continuing through Advent into Christmas time through Pentecost, there they were, every Friday night, praising God. What resonated with me most was the hope that each person had that the Lord would see them through their difficult times. Many were sleeping in tents and in the woods or in the corner of a parking deck or in their car, but all had hope that the Lord would see them through. This was a very humbling experience for me, knowing that I would be returning from the cold winter night to a warm house, a comfortable bed, and a hot meal. It reminded me of the verse in Corinthians about God's faithfulness. And as I began to read it aloud from my Bible, nearly half the room recited it with me word for word from memory. On the streets, this is a verse they cling to. That night we discussed God's faithfulness, that we will not be tried beyond our strength and that the Lord will provide a way out. That night, something wonderful happened at our little homeless Bible study. And we knew that the Holy Spirit was with us. As we were about to conclude, one of the men, a large, imposing man who, man who had spent most of his life in prison, asked if he could sing. Sure, was the reply from the group. And then Big Mo, with the voice of a trained opera singer, tattered clothes, dirty, disheveled look, clinging to his Bible with chapped hands, sang the most beautiful version of the impossible dream that I had ever heard. A modern-day, homeless Don Quixote believed with all of his heart that God is faithful and won't try us beyond our strength and will give us a way out of troubles that might seem impossible. Now, whenever I begin to think that my trials are too much to bear, I think of Big Mo and remember fondly the lessons from the Homeless Bible Study. This is Tony Agnesi. Well, we've had uh, a wonderful earlier part of the show, if you'll pardon me saying that. I mean, to have the gift of Christine Watkins talking about yet another one of her books and a wonderful consecration to Mary, and then hearing Francesca La Rosa singing the <clears throat> Ave Maria with her cousin. What did you say his name was? David. David. I, I don't know his last name, and I apologize that I can't give him recognition as well, but um, lovely, lovely Ave Maria. And then Tony Agnesi, my heavens, just so very, very blessed to have good friends in our uh, efforts to evangelize with Catholic vitamins. D, uh, we had contact with Francesca La Rosa yesterday. I got a message on my phone, which said Francesca La Rosa is live now. And I thought, what the heck is this? And so I hit the thing which would connect me, and it was Francesca and her cousin, David, David, and a lady that I didn't recognize, and one or two people playing piano. They were doing a concert, like outdoors at a parish. Somewhere. Yeah, they must have a patio at this parish, and the weather was warm enough to yeah. uh, have them do that. And Francesca was singing uh, the prayer, which, you know, is a song that really tears me up. <clears throat> and uh, that young singer uh, said that he has a favorite song. <clears throat> One of his favorite songs is a Josh Groban, Groban. Groban uh, song, You Lift, You Raise Me Up. Right. So he sang that. But what did he say about that? <laughs> so neat. Very touching. 
he said that his mom played that music in the car all the time, not that one song. When he, but when he was young. Yeah. And it inspired him so much, he said to his mother that he was going to sing um, You Raise Me Up. He was going to have that song played play. for the dance with his mother at his wedding, whenever that would be. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How lovely. How lovely is that? Uh, dear friends, if you are, um, if your heart is moved by good Catholic Christian music, go to Francesca La Rosa Music on Facebook or go to FrancescaLaRosa.com on uh, your web browser, and she has some wonderful music. If you go to the Facebook her Facebook page, you'll be able to watch that concert. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's uh, currently at the top of the list of uh things that are on her website there. Oh, it's beautiful music. Yeah, for sure. Well, uh, dear, we've had a little uh, change in the weather. <gasps> it's going to be burr again. Oh, please. <laughs> we moved to Arizona for a reason. I know, but even today it's gotten, it's dropped a little bit and the wind kicked in today and it's chillier. I was over at the Safeway store. I went and got gas at the Safeway pumps. And then I went to the Safeway parking lot to go in and get a few things for supper. And I saw these women with hats and stocking hats and whatever. They didn't want their hair being blown all around. <laughs> and nor did I, but it, it did nonetheless. I'm not going to mention any names, but when I came out of the, the first Saturday Mass today, hmm. somebody was getting into their vehicle next to mine. Yes. And the wind caught their door. Uh-oh. And all of a sudden, I was, I was in my car getting ready to pull out. All of a sudden, I realized... Boom, something hit my brand new car. Oh, no. Any damage? No. Oh, my. I texted this person later and told them their guardian angel must have been watching over them. Yeah, because <laughs> if you put a dent in Dee's new car, you'd, <laughs> you'd have to you'd cause her to go to confession <laughs> for what she'd be thinking. What do we have there, dear? We have a brand new book giveaway. This is the Catholic Vitamins book giveaway. We do a, a, Catholic, a, a book giveaway for each month on our Catholic radio station, kpihradio.com. But this is different. Yes. So what we're giving away here is History's Queen, Exploring Mary's Pivotal Role from Age to Age, written by Mike Aquilina. Yeah, wonderful book. And uh, on another show or two, we'll read some endorsements from it. But uh, By Ave Maria Press. All you have to do is uh, send... Your uh, request for uh, a free copy of this book to catholicvitamins at gmail.com, catholicvitamins at gmail.com. Well, that's, that's the website. but And um, you can just uh, have, have – uh, we'll open up one of your books. Baskets. Baskets. Sorry, couldn't get the word out. <laughs> and uh, and uh, your name may be drawn. We have one copy of this. It is an absolutely brand-new book from Ave Maria Press, and one that I'm sure someone with Marian devotion will really, really enjoy. We're going to take a break, and we will be back. Some candidates for public office claim that the government should not be involved in abortion. But the government got too involved in abortion the day it presumed to have the right to remove protection from unborn human beings. The first purpose of government is to protect the lives of its people. Nobody who would deliberately fail to do that is worthy of public office. This is Father Frank Pavone, Director of Priests for Life. 
Some time ago, we were contacted by Juliana Grants, who lives back east. She's a very young, like 15 or so, young uh, musician and singer. And we had her on the show for a little bit. And we played a couple of her uh, songs. She writes a lot of her own music with good messages, Christian messages. And we connected Francesca La Rosa with Juliana. Juliana. And we had a nice uh, amount of feedback from Francesca La Rosa. She said, uh, wow. Well, she said, hi, Deacon Tom. Good to hear from you. Thank you for getting me in contact with Juliana. Wow, Juliana, you are quite the talent. Your music is fantastic. <clears throat> Such a gift to Thank meet you. you. If you ever want to talk music, let me know. I can tell you are definitely going places and would love to help you on your music journey in whatever way I can. God That's bless nice. you. Yeah, very, very lovely. Well, we're coming towards the end of our show. I uh, found in my music library a brand new hymn by Francesca La Rosa. She's taken the uh, prayer, Anima Christi, and set it to music. And so we'll play that as we leave this episode of Catholic Vitamins. I didn't get to do the promises of the five first Saturdays. You can look those up online or contact me if you want some more information about it. But please consider doing this in honor of and in reparation to the Blessed Virgin Mary. Dear, do you think we're about ready? I think we're running out of time. Thank you, dear friends, for being with us on this episode of Catholic Vitamins. Thanks to Christine Watkins and Tony Agnesi and all who helped to put this show together. Bye. Finally, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And we'll see you next time on Catholic Vitamins.